Welcome to the Wimbledon Calling Podcast, brought to you by Hall School Wimbledon, the place to find out more about the school and to connect with staff, pupils and parents at a deeper level. Each episode, we'll be interviewing people within the community, asking them questions and spending time understanding them and more about the school. So let's get into this episode right now of the Wimbledon Calling Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode two of our podcast, Wimbledon Calling, from here at Hall School Wimbledon. I'm Andrew Hammond, head teacher here. And this is episode two, and it's called What Will the Future Look Like? And who better to ask that question to than some of our fabulous students? So I thought I'd introduce them first of all, and then we're going to launch into a really interesting debate and discussion on just what the future will look like. So let's say hello. Hello, my name is Taryn in 7A. Hello, my name is Izzy. Hello, my name is Vincent. Hello, my name is Alex. Hello, my name is Ibrahim. Brilliant. Well, there we are. We've gone around and we said hello. So I thought it would be really lovely. And you're in year seven, aren't you, everybody? Yeah. Okay. So your ages are, give or take a decade. What about, what, what, what roughly are your ages? Okay. Brilliant. So 11 and 12, I think it's good to establish that because I think it's particularly interesting that when middle-aged people like me sit around tables thinking how we're going to prepare our students for the future, it's worth us remembering that you are the future because there's every likelihood that you'll see the 21st, the 22nd century. You'll see 2100. So rather than prepping you for the future, I'm quite keen to hear from you what you think the future will look like because you are architects of that future i'm unlikely to be designing transportation and phones for 2080 but you will so i thought it might be interesting to launch into a bit of a discussion about what the future will look like so why don't we start with transportation cars buses planes what do we think they may look like in 2100 what do we think anybody got any thoughts for that what do you think they might look like any thoughts uh, yes, Vincent. I think that we could have a version of like teleportation, but like not in the way you think. Like I think there's going to be like just re- they're going to remove the brain, and then you're just going to have loads of like copies of people like everywhere. <laughs> okay, it's a crazy idea. It's a fascinating idea. So maybe travel won't be quite so important if there are duplicate copies of you elsewhere. You kind of shift the focus to another duplicate copy of you which takes away the need to travel i've often thought my diary's so busy i wish i could actually duplicate myself so maybe that's what we'll be doing brilliant i think there would be no people to drive a car just a like robot or machine will just drive the car or like yeah change the direction kind of things and design will be don't know but quite similar with now so driverless cars, certainly we see them at the moment and you think we'll have many more of those. Yeah. Do you think there'll be more accidents or fewer accidents if a computer is driving a car? I think they're going to be, like, driverless cars will be quite popular, but I, don't, I doubt many people want to get them because of the amount of accidents there might be, like you said. Because, yes, the technology might be smart, but there'd have to be so many safety precautions to ensure there won't be any accidents at all. Because, like... There could have there could be another car, but the car might not sense it. So it might not be a driverless car, and then you just crash and you'd have no control properly. So I think it's too dangerous. I definitely wouldn't get in a driverless car myself. Alex, you were going to say something about transportation. 
You know, from Back to the Future, how in the DeLorean they put like the food waste, I think that might be a good idea. Well, that gets us on to an interesting topic, doesn't it, really, if we're talking about the DeLorean and Back to the Future. Do you think in 2100, which is not that long away, but in terms of technology, it's light years away, given how quickly technology advances, do you think we'll be looking at time travel quite seriously? Do you think there's a serious prospect of time travel? Do you think we'll be going back to the future, back in time? Do you think so? Ibrahim. Like today, we have Putin is attacking on Ukraine. So maybe in uh, 2100, we could uh, go back in time and fix that. Well, that's a very interesting thought, isn't it? That if we were able to go back in time, could we go back and find better solutions than war? Can we find other ways of resolving conflicts? I mean, that would be an interesting thing to do, wouldn't it? I think, I don't know about like, we can make like time machine or that kind of things, but... I think we can't change that much kind of things, like change the war or like that kind of things, because we're students and when we go to adults, we're still just normal adults, not like very powerful person. Here's the thing. I don't know how, I don't know whether I believe you on that one, you know. I think you have amazing potential and you're not burdened with the same thing that we adults are which is a history of this is how we do things this is how it always is you're you're fresher than that so you have fresh eyes and fresh ideas and hopefully new solutions to the problems that that we've well frankly that we've bequeathed to you so i i'm more optimistic than that actually and i i believe in your potential i think you're going to come up with some brilliant solutions to the problems that, frankly, we haven't managed to solve yet. And maybe time travel might be one of those solutions, actually, to be able to go back and change things for the better. be interesting. What about space travel? We've talked about travel on Earth, transportation. We've talked about time travel. What about space travel? Do you think we're going to be exploring even further and deeper into space? And what might we find if we do? Vincent? I personally think the first step will be to go to the moon. They've, they've, NASA and SpaceX, they're already trying that. So I think it's good to have a moon colony. I mean, it might not be suitable for living, exactly, but over time you might be able to live there. And it's also good to explore... It's a good space station as well, because there's less gravity, so it's easier to launch rockets out into space. Anybody, any thoughts on space travel? Ibrahim? I think by 20... Well, this 22nd century, we've probably already explored our solar system and we're finding new planets or a new solar system, in fact. Yes, of course, Izzy. I think in the 22nd century, Mars will become a hotel. I don't know, it's just one of my crazy ideas, but because it's, it's just... Yeah, so people will pay lots of money to go and stay there for a hotel getaway or something. It would just be kind of cool to just be able to go to a planet for the day or for no, the I week, agree. I don't know. So who would go? I mean, that's the question, isn't it? Who, who would go? You would go, would you? Um, think about it, possibly. Tyrion? I would be scared. I would be a bit scared. And the one thing is, I think we can make money or things, but we can't make energy kind of things. But I mean, that is that is a fact, isn't it? That all, as I understand it, I might be wrong, but all the energy that ever was and ever will be was actually created at the moment of the big bang, the great expansion of the universe. And we can't create new energy and we can't kill energy. That's true. But I think those sort of renewable sources, resources, are probably the future for us, aren't they? 
well, of course they are, rather than the sort of fossil fuels and things that we use. There was a suggestion on a previous discussion I had from one of the children, which I thought was fascinating, that all the factories and things that pollute the air at the moment could be moved to Mars. And the energy, the power that is produced from those factories is then shipped back. What does anybody think about that? Vincent? I think that might have to be might have to be established for a very long time because it takes at least like 16 years to get to Mars and then another 16 years back. So you won't have energy for 16 years if you move it all to Mars. But like, let's say, the hotel that Izzy said, wouldn't you need to go through lots of tests like G tests and everything, wouldn't you? So the journey to get there is going to be quite a tricky one, isn't it? But I do like that idea. And I think it's already happening, isn't it? The case that I don't mean hotels in Mars, on Mars, but I do mean that very, very wealthy tourists, space tourists, if you like, are already queuing up, aren't they, to enjoy space rides. And that's an extension of that, isn't it, really, I suppose? Jerry? Yeah, we can go all through, like, bad things and we can go to Mars, maybe. But um, what if... Mars don't have, like, that kind of energy or, like, water or, like, li living things or, like, that kind of things. Yeah. What if? Will there be other planets, then, that are more similar to ours that we could probably populate? Probably would be, wouldn't there? Yeah. So let's just maybe bring things a little bit closer to home and, and maybe close off with some thoughts on school. What will schools look like in 2100? Will there be teachers? Will we need them? What do you think? Isabel? I think schools will definitely be very different to now. Like, there's no doubting that. I really hope there are still teachers, though, because teachers are really good for learning, because they're actual human beings who you can actually communicate with and actually talk to and, like, who understand your feelings. Whereas robot teachers would, wouldn't, like, wouldn't understand... Yeah, they wouldn't understand they you. Like yeah, they'd just, they'd just be metal things saying... <laughs> Yeah, they're, Me yeah. They're yeah, they're just, they just be like metal things saying, if Johnny has one apple and he has another apple, <laughs> how many apples does he have I've now? I've a couple of teachers like that, I'd say. Yeah. Not here. <laughs> Not here. Yeah. But yeah, it, just, it wouldn't have as much fun in the lessons. You wouldn't be able to like, do all sorts of different things. It wouldn't be as good. It's not just what you know that matters, I think, in school. It's what you can do with what you know. And I think that's inextricably linked to how you feel. And I think teachers know that. They know that it isn't just what you know. We're not just delivering knowledge to you. It's how it lands. And that is affected by how you feel. So I think teachers care deeply here about how you feel. This is an advert. Ibrahim, <laughs> 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 you were going to say something about schools in the future? I was going to say that, like as you said about teachers, it's, it's going to be annoying to hear a robot voice every day. It's like, it's like Siri when you use your phone. Yeah, but if you want to know something, you just go, hey, Google, what is the capital of so-and-so? Is that not what the teachers will do? I mean, is that all you need? Hey, teacher, what's the capital of, <laughs> of France? Do you know, isn't that what... That's a good point, actually, because, like, if you were in a test and if the teacher's a robot and you were in a test and the robot wouldn't like be able to realise you're in a test, you might say, hey, robot, what's the square root of 3,400,000? And they just tell you because they wouldn't like be able to know they can't tell you. Understood. You could like... That's a good point. Yeah, also, some people, I think, like because of the 
things going on today with people hacking everywhere, some people would manage to hack teachers. Yeah. I think that would actually be a proper problem, with people hacking their teachers and... And change what they're teaching you. Yeah. That would be really bad. I think, in my opinion, it's not, school is not just about asking. It's about knowing. Like, it's the experience of, like, knowing. So school is for preparing you for the outside world, and if you're just, like, asking and you don't actually, like, learn anything, then what's the point of being at school? I agree with Vincent and Eze, which is, like, people can hack teacher or school would be different right now, really. But the people can be, can't be um, robot and robot can't be um, human. So I think it's half-half, like half of the teachers like robot kind of things and half of the teachers are like just human being. We're going to give the last word to Alex, actually. The thing is, let's, lots of teachers would lose their jobs and, and since they've been specialised in teaching, what would they do next? Like... And I think that's a great place to to leave the discussion, actually. I will start to think very quickly about what else I'm going to be doing. (laughs) Brilliant. Really enjoyed talking with you. And I thought your your ideas and thoughts were, were really interesting. So the future looks bright. So thank you very much and well done, everybody. I'm now joined by three absolute superstars from one of our junior classes here at Hall School Wimbledon to get their thoughts on what the future will look like. And this is going to be really interesting. So I'll let them introduce each other first. Hello, my name's Emil. Hello, my name's Arjun. Hello, my name is Jay. Very good. This is going to be a good discussion. I can tell already we're up for this. Well, as you know, I'm quite keen on what uh, I'm finding out what the future looks like. And I thought the best people to ask, you know, are the people who are going to build the future for us. The people who are going to live to see 2100, the 22nd century. And it's you guys, isn't it? You're the future. So I thought, let's sort of maybe kick a few ideas around. Let's see what you think. Why don't we start with transport? Transportation. What do you think cars, buses, aeroplanes are going to look like in 2100? How are we going to get around? What do you think? Anybody got any ideas? I think we'll mostly be using electric cars because that's what everybody wants to do by 2023. And either the cars will hover or they'll just stay on the ground and be driverless. Emil, what do you think? I think that there'll be... Things like cyborgs instead of cars, and they can move like fly. And if not that, I think that um, there'll be invisible roads in the air for cars to drive on. Wow, there's some real big issues there that I'm going to unpick, actually. So we're going to come back to your theory about cyborgs, who they themselves can fly rather than having to be sitting in cars or planes. But before we do that, let's just hear what Jay thinks about what transport's going to look like, and then we'll come back to you. I think, or maybe in 2100, or or instead of airplanes and things like that, maybe the cars can fly and drive underwater, so cars can do every single job. That's interesting. So if you own a car... I mean, the very word car is probably a bit misleading because it's a multi, it will be a multi-purpose, yeah, multi-terrain sort of vehicle, and that will be amphibious, so you can take it on the water, you can drive it on the roads, and you can fly it in the air. Is that what you mean? So you own, own a multi-purpose vehicle. You only need one, and it can go on any sort of terrain and any surface or in the air, or maybe even space as well. We'll come on to that in a minute. But, Emil, Emil I am very interested in what you said then about it may be that uh, we... We don't need cars because we have... Now, 
are you suggesting there that the cyborg is us? Yes, I'm suggesting that the cyborg would be us and we could fly around the place. So do you think that robots will become more sort of integrated into humans? So in other words, we will have robotic elements introduced into us. Is that, what, is that your definition of a cyborg? You mean somebody who's half human and half, half robot? Well, yes, that is actually what a cyborg is, um, that one side's more human, one side's more robot. This is amazing. So do you mean that that will take away the need for cars or planes because we ourselves will be able to, to fly? Probably, yes. Who here would quite like to, to have that power, to be able to, to fly? I would definitely like that power because... I mean, like, I could just fly around the place instead of having to book a visa and, like, having to buy things. I mean, like, I could just fly to my parents or my grandparents or, like, anywhere I want for free. I love it. I think that's absolutely fascinating, and it would certainly help with reducing congestion and uh, pollution and so forth if we ourselves are just able to fly. I think oh, that's not a good idea because if we can fly, we might go too oh, far too up that we might die. I think that's true. I think there have to be limitations on how far or how high we can fly, actually. Although we would have spacesuits, I suppose, which brings us on to a nice new topic, which is, while we're talking about travel, what about space travel? How far, how deep into space do you think we're likely to go in 20 years, 50 years, 80 years? I hope not too far, but probably about up to Mars, definitely. Because if we go too farther than that, it it could probably become time travel. You could go into the future if you're going ahead, and if you go back, you could go back in time, possibly, if you traveled really fast. Wow. So, I mean, we've got some real scientists here. So you've linked space travel to time travel. If you travel very, very, very fast. Yeah. How interesting. How interesting. So do you think we will be able to go back in time here on Earth and maybe fix some of the problems that we've made for ourselves? In the in the Earth, they say this or the fastest rocket in Earth is like not even one percent to the speed of the light. So travel takes some millions of years. And they say if you want to go to the end of the world or end of the space, you it will take about thirty six million years. So fascinating. And I wonder what is at the edge of space. I mean, I've always been rather interested in that. Emil, you know, I hope so. I don't know, but I think at the edge of space, it's the end of the Milky Way galaxy and a new galaxy might start. So I hope we don't go out that far because you don't want to get stuck in a wormhole between galaxies or something. That reminds me, there's a satellite that has crossed the Milky Way or something. And also they saw something like the super Earth below the sun or something. Like it's a miniature version of Earth, except it's below the sun, closer to the sun. They, they say there's like high, high levels of plutonium and things. This is absolutely fascinating. I'm not a science teacher, but I tell you what, the science teachers here have got a difficult job on their hands because they're going to be teaching you science as you're older and you already know a great deal. And this is what's so exciting about teaching here at Hall School Wimbledon because we're able to give you chance to tell us what you think. And that will help us to hopefully plan exciting lessons that are going to prepare you for, well, let's face it, for time travel, for space travel. 
interesting. Do you think there will be schools in 50 years' time, 100 years' time? Do you think your great-great-grandchildren will be attending school? And what will those schools, schools look like? Well, as I mentioned earlier, I said that if we weren't cyborgs, there might be invisible roads in the air. And I would think that if the roads were in the air, school would have to be in the air. So I think there would be school, but I think it would be floating on the clouds. It's just brilliant. It's so interesting. So, And that kind of makes sense because it's getting rather congested here, isn't it? Certainly you know, on Earth, and maybe there's more space up there. So whether it's in the clouds or whether it's on Earth or whether it's on Mars, what do you think will be taught in it? And who will be teaching in schools? Will it be teachers? Will it be robots? Will it be robo-teachers? What do we think? I actually don't think there will be a school or any teachers. I think, like, when you're born, like, they'll have a chip implanted in your mind for ev- about everything you need to know in your whole life. Brilliant. A walking encyclopedia. I mean, that's just brilliant. So if you are installed with a chip the moment you're born, which equips you with all the knowledge you'd need for life, will you no longer need a school then? Do you think you'd need a school then? Is there anything else that you learn in school apart from the knowledge? I think maybe you can learn conversation like this, because if if we just put a chip, then we might go like, oh, oh Mr. Oh, Helmut, oh, maybe we go like that, because we don't yeah. talk to friends or so teachers. skills as well? Yes. Talking to each other? Sometimes, like, because it won't be able to equip you with all the qualities. Yeah. Sometimes it'll just equip you with things you just need to know, like 10, like math and yeah. English. So vet like pet school animal schools like things you need to learn to become there like for example to be go, to go, like some people don't go to college they go to like these type of schools sometimes like vet like vet school yeah. and some people like just skip colleges yeah. and like that well at school we don't just learn things like grammar or maths and spellings we also learn how to make friends, so I don't think any mind chip could tell you how to make friends, sorry, Arj. I think that's such a brilliant place to leave this discussion, absolutely wonderful. I've been so inspired listening to you. I've learned a lot, actually, and I think that's what we do here. We try and learn as much as we can from you. So I think if the future is in your hands, I think the future looks bright. So thank you very much, chaps. Really enjoyed talking to you. So we're not just preparing you for the future, you are the future, you're making the future. So I'm very interested to hear from, from you what you think the future's going to look like, because you're going to build it. So before we do, why don't we just introduce each other, if that's all right. So I'll just pass it around and just tell us who you are. Hello, my name is Arjun. Hello, my name is Bailey. Hello, my name's Tabitha. Hello, my name's Arne. Thank you very much. And how old are we all here then, roughly, give or take a century? 10? 11? Yeah. Okay, brilliant. Right. So I think you are going to be very well placed in to tell me what you think the future looks like. And why don't we start with a controversial one, which is the the subject of transportation and pollution and so forth. So transport. How do you think we're going to get around? Are we going to be in cars? Are we going to be in planes? How do you think we'll move around the earth or beyond in 2100? What do you think? Anybody got any ideas? Might be teleportation. Might you might do it in your head even because you're gonna be so into the future. Like you can maybe you can do teleportation or you can go by cars, electric cars, for example. So, do you want to tell us what teleportation is and and what's involved? Maybe in a click of a button you can be in a place. It could be painful, 
or it could be dev- devastating. devastating. I think it, there might be teleportation, but it won't be accessible to a lot of people. I think electric cars will be the way to go. And planes, I don't think they'll be anymore. You don't think they'll be planes? Yeah. I don't think so. On my thoughts of transportation are that the government is currently working on self-driving cars and there are already electric cars. Self-driving cars do not need to be human operated. They can be driven whilst the owner can relax. I think maybe people might go around in drones and they'll be on, they'll be in a little control and there'll be a face on the drone and instead of walking to work they can just be on a drone and just hover imagine that i can just imagine that actually and that probably won't be polluting the world as much as if we have these these cars and planes and so forth Tabitha. i have a very similar point to bailey maybe instead of airplanes there are places with sort of drone taxis because one of them does exist i saw it when i went to go visit another school or there was a business class thing. Wow. So imagine pulling up at a, at a taxi rank that was a whole row of drones. I can see that happening, actually. I mean, it, we only need to make the drones a bit bigger, don't we, really? But I am very interested in your, port, your point, Ian, that um, uh, actually uh, we won't actually have the need for vehicles as such because we ourselves, if we can afford it, might have the technology to allow ourselves to transport ourselves through teleportation not that different to my one of my children actually has a laser a 3d printer and he can send instructions from his computer without plugging it in obviously he just does it wirelessly sends instructions to his 3d printer to print things and they and lo and behold they're printing and he creates 3d objects maybe that's no different to ourselves transporting ourselves we put in instructions into the teleporter and it then <laughs> transports us and reconstructs us at another destination. Might hurt a bit, but I can see that happening. All right. Well, in the business of travel, then, we talked about how we might navigate our way around the Earth. What about pushing boundaries a bit further? Are we going to travel even further? Will that be a common thing to travel to other planets? Just like we travel abroad on holiday now, will we travel to other planets for holidays and, and such? So if climate change all goes bad, then possibly we could go to Mars instead. I think, I think that may happen, actually. Eh? I really think the government would probably find Mars as like another planet for like Earth. It could make it another living place if anything goes bad to the Earth. If, you know, Earth ends, you can go to Mars, live there, and then you can repopulate Earth again. So I think, yeah, going on holidays on Mars, Jupiter... Might be a thing. Yeah. I think you're right, actually. Bailey? It might be a thing that they might take people up and down to the moon for a holiday if they think it's safe enough. Would, would you go? Would you Would you go? you go to the moon, would you? On a trip? I would. I absolutely would. Yeah, 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 you would. Everybody here would. Any other thoughts on how far we might travel? When we are travelling to other planets and pushing the boundaries of space and uh, exploring further than we've ever been before, do you think there is a chance that we will see other forms of life. Or, I mean, are we the only form of, of life? Is Earth the only planet that contains life? It seems so unlikely that, doesn't it? It seems much more likely that there is life. What do you think, Tabitha? Well, possibly there might be some life forms on Mars because scientists have seen a, a sort of sign of life being there. So it may well be that we find other forms of life whilst we're travelling around. 
How fascinating. Let's bring it back down to earth again a little bit more now. And let's look into the world of work, the world of leisure. How do you think we'll be spending our time in 50 years' time, 75 years, 80 years' time? Will there be such a thing as going out to work? What do you think? Yeah. I don't really think there will be work. I think there's going to be an automated robot to do your work. Or there might not even be work. The government might just pay you for just doing nothing. Or a robot, as I said, can do the work for you. So if that's the case, how do you think we'll spend our time? With our family? Yeah. We won't do anything else. The robots will do it for us. So we can just enjoy our time. So do you think because of that, we will hopefully able to then move into a more creative phase of our history where we're able to, to really create things and engage in artistic experiences? Tabitha. So if the robots became self-aware, then possibly there could be an uprising against us because they probably don't like us because we're very annoying. We make them work for us. <laughs> Oh, my word. Do you know, if you haven't yet written a book about this, you need to write a story. You need to write a book, Tamitha. Self-aware. Do you think in a few years' time or in many years' time, the robots that we construct will have self-awareness? Do you think so? How will that change everything then? Do you think that will change everything if robots have self-awareness? Well, you think they might actually harm us. They might take over. What do you think your great, great, great grandchildren will be doing for a job? Or maybe they won't have work. What do you think? They might be working with like robots and they might they might actually be working, but instead of them working, they're just doing it on the controller and the robots doing the job. I think that I think you may be right there, you know. And if that's the case, if we're not going to be working as such, we're gonna have robots to do the work for us. Do you think there'll be schools? And if so, what do you think they'll look like? Well, I think that there would still oh, I think that there would still be school, but there would be in different ways. For example, on time travel, we could maybe go to a room, the teachers could like tell the pupils where they should go and they can actually see the the places where that were before them and that would give them a better understanding of what the world looked like before that brilliant brilliant suggestion actually that would be a really amazing lesson it'd be a very interesting lesson wouldn't it be interesting if in school we could time travel so that if you had history lessons you can literally go back in time and experience it which is kind of a little bit of what you were saying actually tabitha yes although that wouldn't necessarily be safe because at the time what if you just went to the timeline of of a war to visit it but then you could be killed there if you stayed a bit too long. It is fraught with danger, isn't it? There's lots of different hazards there, so we need to be careful how we use that technology. Ian? I do not think schools will be a thing. I think it'll just, like, you can insert a chip in your brain and you can know everything. I don't think there will be schools. If there were schools, I think it's going to be online or it's going to be from an internet browser or something. See, I think that throws up a very interesting question, if I may say, which is, if you're given all the knowledge that you'll ever need for life when you're born, maybe a, a chip is installed, does that mean you don't need school or is there something else that school is for? Do you learn anything else in school apart from knowledge? What do we think about schools of the future? Bailey? 
schools in the future, well, they might be, there might be like teleporters on every single room, where instead of using the staircase, you still like learn, but instead of using the staircase, you just um, like press a button and you just go to the next classroom. But like, I think there will still be like teachers learning you, but there might be robots instead of people. Absolutely fascinating. There'll be nobody late for lessons then because you'll just press a button and you'll immediately appear in your desk, uh, in, at your desk, in your classroom, on time. On that note, it's time, I think, to get back to lessons. So uh, thank you so much for all your contributions. What a fascinating discussion. And uh, I tell you what, the future looks bright if it's in your hands. Uh, you're going to be architects of the future, so I can't wait to, to see what you achieve. Thank you very much. That's it for this episode and thank you for listening. To find out more, check out the school website, hsw.co.uk. Now, our next episode is coming out soon, but in the meantime, don't forget to follow or subscribe so you can stay in touch and we look forward to connecting with you next time. Bye for now.